Hello, it's Nick, and I have to put a disclaimer before this episode. So, when we went to record it, uh, I did not realize that our software chose the n- most recently plugged in microphone uh, as the default one to use for the episode. And the most recently plugged in microphone was my PlayStation 5 controller, which I didn't even realize had a microphone on it. <clears throat> so when we went to record the episode, uh, Marcus and I's audio is through uh, the PlayStation 5 controller. So it does not sound you know, anywhere near uh, our normal working class quality. But um, yeah, next week we'll have that sorted. Uh, Ven's audio sounds fine. But um, yeah, if it sounds weird, that that's why. And it'll be corrected for next week. But anywho, enjoy. Hey, I'm Marcus. And I'm Nick. We are Working Class Nerds. Cue the intro. Watch me completely fail at video games Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at twitch.tv slash marcusb814. And you can watch me play video games every single Monday night at twitch.tv slash nickburn51. And we're all on the social medias. I'm at marcusb814. Atrax is Atrax underscore A. And I'm at Nick Burn. That's easy. Keep your head in this week's episode. We are talking about the new Destiny 2 expansion, Lightfall. Joining us in this discussion is one of our closest friends on the show, the gentleman with the strongest back for carrying, the voice, oh my god, the viceroy of video game victories himself, it's Veros! So welcome back to the show, Ben, and what have you been up to? Okay, first of all, who came up with that title? Me. I like it. Alright, I'm keeping that. I'm stealing that. Uh... Well, like, after the last... Last episode with the uh, pineapple Pokemon Prince himself. Dude, you've been crushing it with, like, the introductions for about, like, 30 episodes. <laughs> like, the, the 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 names you've been coming up for people has been top tier. Well, I'm just trying. I did. I took, like, five minutes. But just for the record, so Ven, he, he's exceptional at a lot of games. A lot of games, but difficult tasks he handles really well. Yeah. So, solo flawlessing dungeons is not easy. I can't even solo a fucking dungeon. No. Let alone dying a thousand times. And he didn't die at all. Like so that, is where you don't die at all? Yes. Okay. And that is... And he's done everyone in, like, Destiny. But, like, I know other people have beat... 
I know other people have beat Elden Ring, but it still is mind-boggling to me that people can beat that game. Yeah. Yeah. Elden Ring's not my jam. I was watching a stream on Twitch, (laughs) and I felt like such a shitter. Her name was, like, I think Miss Mika or something, and she was doing two playthroughs at the same time, one on a dance pad and one on a controller at the same time. Like, she'd be fighting two instances of the boss at the same time. One with a goddamn dance pad, and the other with a controller. Wow. Yeah. I thought, thought, like, playing the drums made your brain go in two places. That's crazy. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, see, I can't play games like that on a keyboard, mouse, or controller. I'm not good at, at, like, the crazy difficult stuff. Mm -hmm. See, okay, so here's what I'll say about Elden I've watched a lot of YouTubes on it, and it's a dance. The only way I could do it is if I stopped playing every other game and only played Elden Ring. If I played Elden Ring my three nights a week and only played that game, didn't touch anything else to mess up my like hand, hand-eye coordination, yep. I could get used to it and do it. But I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, mm-hmm. I just don't have it in me because I play another game. But anyway. So, Ben, what have you been doing? Uh, Past few weeks, I've just been grinding mostly, like, farming raids and stuff for some craftables and all that I don't have. And just getting ready for Lightfall. Been doing, like, some weekly bounties that kind of rotate so I can hopefully destroy the season pass as soon as Lightfall drops. Uh, I don't know. I got a lot of grinding to do this weekend, though. A ton of bounties I got to do still. On all three characters. Um, And getting, I guess, just getting some like last-minute clears and triumphs, which are like achievements before Monday, because we, you know, the game goes down at noon Monday, and then it's a twenty-four-hour maintenance. Which is kind of, it's kind of good because it's like the calm before the storm. I -hmm. like how they're shutting the game down for twenty-four hours. They're not playing the bullshit of like, hey, we're taking the game down for three hours and then we're going to extend it another 12 hours. Hey, listen, the game's gone for 24 hours. Yeah, we probably need seven, but we're being playing it safe. Right. Exactly. I think that's the longest one they've ever done. I'm pretty sure with Witch Queen it was 12 hours. No, it was 24. Was it? Yeah. I, I vaguely recall. Oh, no, it, you're right. It, they closed it down at night because we were yeah. there when the servers were going down yeah. because we thought there might have been an event. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, is there gonna be some cinematic or tra- Savathun's gonna come in and steal the light? Yes, but yeah. either way, um, I understand what you're saying about the bounty thing and grinding. It's it's really exciting for me, and yeah, I'll, I'm just gonna talk about me. Thanks, Nick, for asking. Um, so I've been yeah, you're welcome. I've been playing a shit ton of Destiny. But this week alone, I um, played three different games. And the one day that fucking Atrax isn't on the show, because his internet decided to be a shitter. Uh, oh, yeah, everybody. Nick's, uh, Atrax's internet has been going in and out. He was in the call with us. He would disappear, and it was just going kind of back and forth. Yeah, so, the, uh, but I think, I think really, truly, I think he's just unplugging the ethernet cable so he doesn't have to talk about Destiny for two hours. <laughs> Just for the record. So, A-Tracks suck less. Anyways, so I've been talking about how I've been wanting to play a lot of different games. But this week I did. Um, 
this week was school vacation week, and I really got some me time. Like, people could say, oh, Marcus, you get me time at night. That's not me time. Did like, you when you come home. President's week. Yeah. It's a... I, see, I've never heard of that. I've never gotten that off ever. Well, I, yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't get that day off. Oh, I don't get it off, but the whole week is No, like, even days. when I was in school, like, never. I never got that off. Oh, no, we always just called it February break. Yes, it is. And it was, like, to, like, yeah. Originally. Never heard of it. Originally, they would, they would do February, like in elementary school, they would do February, February, February break. But I guess originally they did that to like get all the kids out of the school during like flu season and shit. So they could like clean it out and like, so it's not so much like shit in there. And then they go yeah. back and it's a little Makes bit better. So, we, um, I lost my train of thought. You were having me Oh time. yeah, so I was having some me time and like, and what I mean by me time is when you get to come home from work and you have no responsibilities, like none, like yeah. eat dinner, done. Like that is it. Like that's it. Nothing. Nobody's waiting. So I worked late and then I got home and I was planning on going back to work at the shop and I like legitimately sat down and I was eating my meal and I was like comfortable and yeah. I was like, I am not going back to work. I need this. Right. But then I decided to start streaming early. This was Tuesday. Yeah. I started early and it was just like I streamed for four hours, which I've streamed for four hours before, but it's a lot different when you start streaming at 6 p.m. Or no, I started at like 7 p.m. and I went till 11 versus starting at 8.30 and going until 12.30. You're going to be starting like, at 11.30 going to like 12 or 1 in the morning. On Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Um, for the for the raid. No, for the release of Lightfall. Lightfall, yeah. Yeah. There's no raid in that. We got to talk campaign. about that. Did you see what I sent you? No. Legendary campaign's difficulty is getting nerfed. So there's the like the bullet spongy enemies. It's not going to be a thing anymore, apparently. Huh. The only thing that concerns me about that is like I want to enjoy it. Yeah, I don't want to be stressed out for twelve hours. Maybe we like, try oh. like the first mission on legendary and see how it is. Yeah, well that's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. I just want to enjoy myself on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I don't want to have to go backwards. Like, I don't want to have to like leave the legendary campaign and go back, and then you have to start over on story mode. No, you don't. You just have to complete all the missions. All right, but you don't have to do it through a playthrough. You can even but either do the missions way, out of order. Right. So, long story short, is this week I got to play three games. I streamed. Uh, I played Dark Tide with Arcane and Atrax, which was super fun. If you played Left 4 Dead, I'm going to keep talking about the game. It's just like Left 4 Dead. You're just smashing shit and shooting shit. That's it. That's it's fun. like hordes and hordes and hordes of enemies. And it's super. It's going to sound fucked up because there's probably some like Dark Tide, like hardcore players that are going to say not agree but it's super mindless like smash buttons kill things and done like there's no real big objectives and if there is like i'm not paying attention to it okay you know what i mean it's gruesome it's basically left for dead yeah the so i had a shit ton of fun playing with them on monday streamed on tuesday which i started early and enjoyed the fuck out of it did a bunch of grandmasters with ven and carmen 
because um, we're farming for a grenade launcher, which Ven and Carmen have gotten their god rolls. I have not. He's got um, two of them now. Yeah. I'll I'll get mine probably tomorrow or Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, probably Saturday night I'll get it before or after raid. Um, Are we going to raid then, on Saturday? Oh, I'm, yes. Okay. For sure. I want to do Garden or Deep Stone Crypt or something. Whatever the rotator is. Um, Garden's a rotator, I think. Or or maybe King's Fall. I don't know. Well, it won't be King's Fall. But long story short, or maybe we won't because I got a bounty farm and stuff. I don't know. I, I think maybe just, eh. I think because, like, Wendigo is too important. We got to make sure you get that. So, long story short, I've been grinding at that. Um, it's the final week before Lightfall. And, you know, I was thinking back at what a year it's been. And I got this Destiny 2 year in review. So, I played 71% this season as a Titan, 27% as a Warlock, 2% as a Hunter. I hate all of you who redeem the channel point redemptions for Hunter, because that's the 2%. Uh, my top exotics used this year, obviously. Keep Osti doing it, everybody. Get, we got to pump those hunter numbers up. Those are rookie numbers, okay? Okay. My Os oh, no, no, I'm going to back up. I want so, 5% next year. So <laughs> Outbreak Perfected, I killed 1,323 enemies. My Gallahorn, I've killed 2,979 enemies with. My Osteostriga dun, dun, dun. has 13,462 kills. Um, want to hear Ben's number? So I just pulled all mine up. You I have. Yes. Hold on. Oh wait. Okay. So um, finish. I did what I thought happened. I played the most with the first three seasons of the year because the last season I've been so busy um, that I definitely played season of the Seraph the least, and I liked it the most. I've cleared thirteen dungeons. I've done eighty-nine raid clears. 32 trials matches and the grandmasters completed didn't click over from the past couple days. So this has been done for a little while. Um, my, my best forever uh, fire team forever for PVP was Goldie and Doritos. And uh, my PVE team is Ven and Cap. Well, that's cool. Yep. I don't know how in the world they picked who your best fire team was, but anyway. Who's on your best fire team? Well, so you and so Cat's number one, you're number two for PVE. Yeah. And then Carmen's number three. But for PvP, my friend Two Tokens, who played the game like a week, is number one for PvP. I'm like, what? Have you had like your best game with him or something? I don't know. Yeah, but then Marcus, you're your number two for PvP and Cat's number three. Yeah. And then uh, my class breakdown, 86% Titan, 11% Warlock, 3% Hunter. Who would you play the Hunter more than me? Um, what is your most used guns, the top three? Uh, so the number one, Vex class. It's my gun. As expected. How many kills? 8,041. Okay. Uh, then next is Gallahorn at 7,300 kills. It's probably a lot of my dares farming. Yeah. Yeah. And then number third. Ugh. Osteostriga at 3,000 yeah! kills. Let's go. Osteo is my baby. 
I think it's funny that Marcus had like his numbers were better, like kills wise per gun, but it's probably because he only uses those. Yeah, I I use more guns. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so like, well, so uh, so the the Galahorn up until this last season was like, that's what you use, yeah, all the time. The outbreak perfected has a catalyst that you have to get precision kills, and you need fucking like five hundred of them. Yes, and I've been ki- trying to fucking get it all, and it's what a fucking nightmare. You can't get me a headshot. I can, but there's so many I have to get. It's only five hundred. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've played games of Call of Duty where I've only killed people by headshots. And I'm, call- and I'm calling everybody else out. Uh, Destiny 2 is on sale. It's 60 to 75% off all of the DLCs and bundles in preparation for Lightfall. Oh, yeah. It ends March 9th. So if you don't have it, now's the time to buy it. Second thing is, the Witch Queen expansion is free. Oh, free. For free to play. Free 99. For the weekend. So by the time you're listening to this podcast, this it'll probably be the sale. The free weekend will be over, but it'll still be on sale. Anyways, um, other than that, I saw Ant-Man this week. Quantumania. Um, I'm sure Nick's going to talk about it. I am. I liked it because that's my type of movie. Um, but other than that, I am super excited for Tuesday. The The excitement for me with an expansion, I don't know. Maybe streaming makes it even bigger for me. I don't know. But I am super duper duper excited for this, um, this coming Tuesday. Hell yeah. Nick, what have you been doing? Well, I'll start with the, the bad news first. So uh, I had a car situation. Actually, with Marcus the other day. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. I'll talk about that in a second. So, okay, so my mom was getting a new car, and she has an accurate. She had an accurate MDX that, and I wanted an SUV. I had a little Subaru present at work, so she traded in my Subaru and towards her new car, and then gifted me her accurate MDX. It's a little bit old. There was like, a, oh, it's definitely older. It's 2009. Um, had like 155,000 miles on it. Well, Marcus and I Friday night. Go drive down to Joey, right. Joey Feta's house. I forgot to talk about it. Um, to play Star Wars Legion. And Marcus had never played Legion before, so I'll circle back to him after this fun car story. But, What's Star Wars uh, Legion? Star Wars Legion is a great question. It's a tabletop game where you paint the fit minifigures. And it's like essentially like, like Warhammer. Like Warhammer, exactly. But like, I, I, call Google it, it. I call it like, it's like chess, but with like squads of stormtroopers and like. Heroes like Vader and Luke and, and Darth that type of stuff. And they all have different abilities. You roll dice to attack and defend. Um, okay. It's really interesting. I think it's cool. Sounds cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm glad Joey is super into painting and paints everything and really enjoys that because I would never do the painting, but the gameplay is fun. Um, so anyways, we're coming back. It's like 1230 at night uh, by the time we're leaving. And I'm going up a hill out of Joey's house. And like cars start shaking a little bit. Like, and then I notice like it's shaking more, and then all of a sudden like all the lights light not all the lights the, the a bunch of warning lights come up. It's like the check engine lights yeah, code not, not code only on it's D, flashing B dash three oh five four engine error yeah P zero zero four three four two seven and then it's like yeah and then it's check the oil drive system blah 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 
So I'm like, all right, Jesus. And I Marcus, Google that shit. And Marcus, it's like, it's like it, dude, misfiring cylinder three. And I'm like, it very dangerous to drive. So Nick drives another like mile. Yeah. Because there was a gas station. Yeah. He fucking pulls in, and we're sitting there going, hmm, "Well, this sucks. This sucks." Because usually, if I broke down, I'd call his ass to come pick me up. Right. And he wrecks. I don't call me. It's the wrong fucking sitting time. there in the same car, broken down. So. And it's one o'clock in the morning. Right. So I ended up calling AAA. I called my parents to come rescue us. AAA took absolutely forever. Um, I called at like, I think it was 1245 and they didn't actually get my car until like 1030 the next morning. And we didn't get picked up until like 140. Yeah. So we got back at, you know, two in the morning or so. Um, so that was a fun and exciting Friday night. But anyways, let's talk about Legion real quick before I keep going with my stuff. How do you like Legion? So Legion was fun. Um, yeah, I would love to get into it, but I don't have any extra time. So like play, like. The next time we played, I would have him set up the battlefield. I would tell him who we were playing with. I would have him do all of the work all on, the the front end. on the front end. Yeah. Right, because the prep work took like an hour in itself. Totally. And like I get it because like you got to see how it's set up and all that stuff. But like the next time, I would want him just to do it all. So then as soon as we got there, shoot the ship for 15 minutes and just start gaming. Yeah. Because we finished and it was like, by the time we finished cleaning up, it was like 1230. Yeah. And it was like, all right, I got to go home because we're an hour away from home. Yeah. And, and then the car broke down. And then the car broke down. Carrie was sick, not feeling well. So I knew I was going to be up with the kids and the kids wake up in between 530 and 6 in the morning. Yeah. So it was brutal. Yeah. You, you fell asleep at like 230 or something and then the kids were up at 5. Yeah. As soon as we pulled into the gas station and Nick got off the phone with whoever he was on the phone. I legit pulled my hat down and just closed my eyes. I'm like, I know this is going to be a long night, so I just passed out. Yep. And Nick was like, all right, my parents are here. I'm like, all right, I'm up. Yep. Let's go. Like, took my paintball gear out the back. He's out. Got all talked over. Right. So, yeah, my project this weekend, there's, we just put an automatic car starter in there on Christmas time. So, I'm going to try and rip that out so I can put it in my, my next car. Do you think you could get a, uh, like, return your car as a lemon? No. It's oh, it's from, from my parents? Yeah. My gift? Yeah, no. Um, um, so, but you like? Yeah, I agree. The the setup takes a long time, but the gameplay is fun. We played two out of the six rounds of a normal Legion match. It was, dude. It was so. It was a fun. It's fun. It's a nice change of pace from sitting in front of a computer. Yeah, totally. And it's a fun to like strategize in real time. But I would love, I would love to be able to play it more. Yeah, like consistently. Consistently love to play it. Yeah. It's just, I don't have time. Right. That's my, my problem, too. It's like I, it's it's nice because Joey lives so close to where I play paintball. So, like, I've done it a couple times where I've just slept over there and then gone to paintball the next morning, which is pretty sweet. See, that would work, too, for, like, it doesn't work for me, but for yeah, you. Yeah, for the kids, yeah. Right. But, like, that would be awesome. You go there. You can play till 1 o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning, and then just fucking crawl over to the couch and pass out. Yeah. And wake up. Well, he has a whole spare bedroom. So well, I, back there. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch. In gaming news for me, I've been playing a lot of Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars. A lot of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I'm loving it. I think it's a really good game. I did How far have a couple, are you now? Um, I got my broom. I got the rumor requirement. I have not gotten a hippogriff mount. I think yet. it's. I think it's almost halfway. 
yeah. no requirement. Um, I got, yeah, it feels about right. I'm like 12 hours in, 12 and a half hours in, something like that. But um, How long is the game? I don't know. I, haven't I think up. Noah I J beat it in 30. Oh, so it's a 50-hour game. Yeah, you do all the side quests, everything. Yeah, but he was doing all the side quests and stuff. Less fast. He's more efficient than me. I take longer always. Yeah, (laughs) but um, yeah, I I I, I'd like to do most of the side quests and stuff. But um, I'm really enjoying it. I had a couple one one day where like they patched it and the patch wasn't right. Um, and my frame rate would drop to like 20 frames a second, like in Hogsmeade, which is terrible. Um, and then I'd like stay still and it would like catch up to like 30, but still I'm a 38 and it should, it should crush that game. And I know lots of other people were initially complaining at launch of like, um, optimization issues. Like it's just not running good on PCs. Sure. But, um, I think they fixed it and they patched it again and now it would rank great. I played it right before the show. It was 547 like, frames. Yeah. Afterwards, you know, Steam gives you the report. It's like, Oh yeah. Or, or whatever program it is. Uh, oh, your game ran at maximum frame rate of it was 500 something. So <laughs> I think it was fine. <laughs> they figured it out. But um, I'm enjoying it. It's the gameplay's definitely designed for a controller. It's if you have an MMO mouse and are used to it, it's probably fine on PC. But like the game is set up so that you have four spells on like your four buttons. You know, triangle, square, A, B, X, Y, whatever. Um, and then you you hold down right trigger and then press the spell buttons to cast them your specific ones, and then you can change out to a different set of four and then a different set of four. But, like, when the, your sets of four on the keypad would be, like, the numbers, one, two, three, four. So, like, to cast a spell, you have to take your hands off the movement, which is very clunky and it's, like, far to reach versus in a controller. It's just, it's way more streamlined. Oh, yeah, because mine is an MMO mouse and I have 12 buttons on the side, so I would just be doing that. But right, right. I could see myself using a controller for that game as well. Yeah. Like, I like a controller for some games. This game, no, I switched to controller. It's way better. I The first time I played it, I think when I was on stream, I used the, the first stream, I used the keyboard and mouse. Second stream, I used the controller. I've used the controller since. I did a second playthrough of Elden Ring on controller after doing it on PC. I think I'd be in the same boat now. Yeah, you prefer it. Certain yeah. games I do. Like God of War, definitely better on controller. Um, although I liked Horizon Zero Dawn because of the like the bow shooting mechanic was better with the mouse, but, um, but yeah, so I, I, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying the game a lot. The quests are a touch linear, but like the content of them is so varied that like, I'm not, I haven't minded that they're kind of linear and by linear, I mean like it, I'm comparing it to, it's a tough to compare to Witcher 3 because I just played that, but like in the Witcher 3, like a quest, you'd have a lot like branching choices and like neither option is very good and that makes it very compelling. Whereas this, it's like, oh, go gather gradients for your potion. And then come back and do the potion, and I'll teach you this cool spell. Which, that's cool, because you're in the world, and you got to go do shit in the world. So it's it's, it's kind of apples and oranges, but um, it's very, very good. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm playing it a lot. All, all is good. Um, in other nerdy stuff news... Can I just say one more thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's never been a... A Harry Potter game that's good. Yeah. Like, there's, like, the Lego Harry Potter, but, like... And there's some old ones for, like, GameCube or Yeah, but, like, but this like one is like actually, the... like, putting you in the game. Right. And doing all the things that people want to do in Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of people hating on the game, and then there's people that love the game. And I'm just like, it's a fucking... It looks unbelievable. 
It looks beautiful. Like, I'm not going to play it, but, like, yeah. everybody who's playing it, it looks fantastic. I do have, like, a couple of minor gripes is, like, they don't have footage in the game when they don't have, like, um... What was the other thing I was talking about? Whatever. I'll just say Quidditch. They can't play Quidditch. But, like, I would sounds rather like them... DLC. Co- yeah, yes. that sounds like a perfect thing for a DLC, A. B, I would rather them make sure the game is perfect without a Quidditch side quest yes. than, like, try to get that done and have other shit fucked up. You know what I mean? I'd, yes. rather, I'd rather that. Like, you know, I don't care if they, you, don't, you, know, you don't have Quidditch in there. Put it in as a DLC in, in eight months or whatever, you know? It'll bring people back to play Quidditch. I would play Quidditch. I'm shocked there's not, like, a Harry Potter MMO that just has all that in it. Like, I feel like that'd be perfect. I agree. Like, with the Wizarding World, I think there could be, like, raids and dungeons and all that very easily. Totally. Totally agree. That would be cool. Just, I mean, this game's just set it back 100 years prior. You could do that with an MMO and set it back, honestly, further or something. You know, they still have wands and everything. It's not like... Mm -hmm. And running water, you know? Honestly, I feel like MMOs are done. Like, look at, they put in this work for this game. If they made an MMO of this, it wouldn't look the way it does. Because there's so much content. Yeah. You can't make an MMO as beautiful as this or run as smoothly as this because there's so much environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I believe that these action single player action RPGs. single player action RPGs are the way of the future. Yeah. You know, like the Ubisoft Star Wars game that's coming, they're like, look it, heads up, this is not an MMO. They're like, it is not. It's gonna be a single player RPG open world. They're calling it like a no man's sky. I think it's a bounty hunter game, hundred percent. I think you're gonna be a bounty hunter and you're just gonna fly all over space. Basically Mando doing his thing. That's what I think it's going to be. Oh, dude, that reminds me. I completely forgot. Like, the day after Lifefall, Mandalorian comes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mando season one. March 1st. Season three. Season three. That's... (laughs) I meant I conflated. Wow. I thought of three slash one for March 1st. That's going to be really hard for me. Yeah. You better come to Guy's Night. Well... Watch Mando. Well, so that's going to be the hard part. Is What I'll probably do is literally go there... Say hello, let's watch Mando, watch Mando, and I'm out to go back and grind. All right. Got to do what you got to do. Oh, day one rating is coming, but that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Anyways, what about what did you think of Ant-Man? So for Ant-Man of the Wasp, colon, Quantumania, um, overall, no, I'll save the overall score for the end. I thought the plot was pretty cheesy. Um, I think it's a little ridiculous. There were some inconsistencies with Kang's abilities. Like, going full spoiler town here. Um, like in the beginning, he usually has telekinesis and he like throws Scott and, um, Cassie around their cells to intimidate him. And then he never has that power again. Like, that's a little weird. I guess you could explain it that his suit got damaged before the big fight. Like, I forgot what something happens and you can see his suit's a little screwed up. But like, I don't know. That was a little bit lame. So then like later in the movie, he's like fist fighting with Ant-Man and it's not even, but it's not, not even, you know what I mean? like he should be like should like blown his head off with one punch type of thing and he's not so eh, I, I thought some of that stuff was a little weak sauce some of the plot was pretty cheesy overall however i thought Kang as a character was outstanding i thought i'm really intrigued for where that goes um i think it's a really cool concept 
I liked how they teased the uh, Loki season three and the post credit scene. Um, I liked both post credit scenes where you saw the Council of Kings, which is really cool too. I didn't think we'd get to see that now. I thought that would be like later in the Avengers movie Avengers or something. Two, uh, King Dynasty. Two forty eight. I forget. But um, so overall, I gave it. I thought it was like I think coming out of the theater, I called it a seven. And I always overscore when I'm coming right out of the theater because I'm like hyped up about watching the movie. Upon further review, I would say it's a solid six out of ten. And what I mean by that is like a five out of ten is like an average movie. So I'd say this is better than average and enjoyable, but certainly didn't rock knock your socks out. You know what I mean? And I give it a solid seven. I enjoyed the movie. I don't care about the plot holes. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie beginning to end. I think it it sucked me in with like the family drama. I liked the Bill Murray character because I like Bill Murray. Yeah. I liked how it showed the buildup to Kang. And then the real Kang came out and he was fucking terrifying. Yeah, he was scary as fuck. Like, I was like, oh, snap. Like, they can't let this fucking dude out. And right. at the end of the day, I thought it was a great movie because it, I like, again, I like a mindless movie. Like, I don't yeah. want to have to be so, like, focused and, like, you leave some of those movies. Like, what was it, Infinity War? What was the, yeah, Endgame is the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Like, that movie was unbelievable, but, like, I left there stressed the fuck out. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I was stressed. I was like, like, my chest was tight. Yeah, like, everything. And everybody's dead, and I was like, oh, my God, that was a lot. Yeah, exactly. So, for me, I, I like both sides of that. Yeah. So, you know, it's good. I get it. Uh, last thing for me, I'm going to the NXL Sunshine State Major in two weekends, which I'm looking forward to. That's the first national tournament of the year, and I'm playing Division Two, which is up a division that is the highest division I've ever played in. It's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah. So you going to be more. there over the 10th? Yeah, the 9th. going to have uh, this like guy out of your hair for the raid, Marcus. I know. I won't even be around. <laughs> He's not around anyway. I'll be, yeah, the 8th through 12th, I'll it's be. too busy FaceTime. I'll be in Florida. Um, right yeah, how so, many women we at? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, there's not, like, a count. What? I mean, no. There's, there's a count. There's a count, but it's not, that's not for public record. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. That's for the pre-show, post-show, or break time. But anyways, um, what do we have for AIE news? Speaking of family-friendly fun. So, just a note, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, there will be zero clan night. Um, I won't even be in the Discord uh, talking. We will be in Lightfall. I want everybody to enjoy Lightfall. We will be returning. Um, that well, We will return Tuesday the 7th for the more true Lightfall pinnacle grinding, which is going to be really fun. As Ben will tell you, the clan nights are really fun when we're going for pinnacles because, like, everybody needs the gear. Yeah. And... It, it just, it, it's a lighthearted thing, and we all get together, and it's great. Um, one of my favorite things is busting Goldie's ass because he plays a hunter all the time, and Doritos. <laughs> you know, of all the classes, Doritos, like, Doritos comes and plays Destiny, and of all the shit classes he could play, he plays a fucking hunter. Like, it's so disappointing to me. I like and, like, here's the thing is he plays the game more than me now. Yeah. He plays it more than me, well, and he's a terrible-ass hunter. It's fucking awful. <laughs> I like how you're like, you, you, you preface that with, of all the shit-ass classes you could have picked, there's three classes. 
So there's only two shitty ones. It's not like you mean to sound like there's seventeen classes. No, there's one shitty one. There's only one. Right. That's the hunter. It's terrible. It, uh, fair enough. I don't care. Obi. Why do you it. hate the hunter? The jump is dumb. If I wanted a triple jump, I'd play Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Like that is fucking two thousand six jumping. I played the like, game for seven hours and was like in love. What? You play what game? Symphony of the Night. Dude, do you know how many times I've beaten that game? You know what? I should. You know what? I have it. No, no, I have it on my Xbox. That's a game I should do like a bonus stream of me playing that game. I fucking like begin to start playing it again. Right. So we can watch it be good at a game for once. I'm Ew, terrible. At it. Got him. I'm terrible at it. I so there's a spot in the game. This is back when they couldn't patch anything. There's a spot in the game where you can kill these like three zombie guys, and the zombie guys, you have a rare chance to drop this sword. And that sword is the game changer. Like, if Ben, ben would stand at this place for six hours to try to get this sword, just like I do. Save. Kill yeah. them. It doesn't drop. Load the save. No, no. You just walk out of the... So the way it is, is the side scrolls. So you walk out of the room and walk back in and kill them. Walk back out of the room and kill them. Walk back uh, in, walk back out. Walk back in, walk back out. It's just three enemies. They're tough. But they, you have a potential... It's, there's a rare like chance for it to drop this sword once you get that sword it's game over like the game instantly gets awesome because now like some of the giant knights that walk around instead of like three good hits it's one hit so now you're breezing breezing through the hardest part of the game with this crazy ass sword the final boss is fucking nasty um bloodstained curse of the night came out and i was so excited for it the problem is I don't have any fucking time. Yeah. And when I'm so nervous about PAX this year because I'm going to get sucked into the trap. And I don't want to talk too much about PAX just because Atrax isn't here yet. Yeah. Um, because every time I go to PAX, I play a bunch of fucking games and I buy them all. And yeah. then I never play them again. Uh, <laughs> there was there's this game. If you guys Google, it's called Dead Cells. Oh, yeah. Like I have it in the living room because you never played it. Right. And, <laughs> well, no, I did play it. I played it on my uh, Switch, I think. No, Xbox. No, it was PlayStation. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is. I played the shit out of it at PAX. So the way this game is, is it's a Castlevania-style game, and when you die, you have to start over. But you keep all your gear. And it's like a race to get to the end of the map because you can do it all. But it's really fucking hard. And super duper punishing, but it's really fun. Then you should try it. Google Dead Cells. Mm. It, it seems like a cool game. It's not my style. Yeah, it's on Steam. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's 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 a it's an easy game to play. But anyways, thing, yeah. so like I said, no clan night on Tuesday. So what do I tell you to do on Tuesday? Go play Swotor or go play uh, Lightfall. Nine PM Eastern. Yeah. Lightfall. And. If all this sounds fun to you, go to aie-guild.org. Get our Discord information in the top right-hand corner of the website. Ask for a guild invite and whether or not you play Star Wars Republic, Destiny 2, World of Warcraft, uh, Guild Wars 2, Elder Scrolls Online, all the above, Pokemon, Call of Duty, whatever you play, so do we, and we would love to have you. So, I just want to say, as we're about to go to break, because I know Nick has to pee. Yeah. We are so happy that you're a part of our family. 
My God, what is taking him so goddamn long? Nick, hurry up, man. It's all that beer you're drinking. Come on, bro. Bros of four hoes, man. Get off Snapchat. And we're back. So today we're talking with Vin about the Lightfall expansion for Destiny 2. Gentlemen, what are we starting? Uh, so today we got a new Lightfall trailer. The launch trailer was released. And let me tell you. Just, holy shit. I just watched it. It's like really... Intense. Intense and well put together. It's like cinematography-wise. Well, when your company's worth $3.6 billion, it's, you can put out fucking great. I don't often lose it to game trailers, but that, when I, when we saw some of that stuff, I was actually like, what? Like with the travel, like turning into a Death Star? Yeah, I don't know if the travel was it, was it, was the traveler shooting or was it getting shot? Yeah, it was actually it, defending itself. Oh, I thought that was incoming. I thought it was getting shot. No, that was oh. the Traveler shooting back. <laughs> oh, that's wicked cool. I didn't know the Traveler did anything besides, like, give you light. It hasn't done anything like that before. Wow. It's basically cool. just been a passive little floaty ball before. Yeah, it's like the source of your light to make you respawn, but that's about it. And then it, like, almost... I don't, I don't think it was leaving, honestly. I think it was taking, like, a... Defensive. Did you talk about the story last week? No. Last week Ooh. we took off because we watched Quantum Mania. Oh, Marcus, you should. We should. You should do a recap of the of last week, the finale. You know, I'm gonna get there. So okay. So basically, what's happened? So since last year, so the Witch Queen came out, and basically we've been chasing Sabathun for years through Destiny, long before I played the game. And what happened is we finally got our opportunity to go after Sabathun, which we found her throne world. And um, for people don't know, that was the witch queen expansion. That's correct. Yeah. Um, Sabathun is the sister of Oryx. So there's three, three gods. It's Oryx, um, Sa Oryx, Sabathun, and, um, oh my God, why can't I say her name right now? Uh, Zivu Arath. And they're all, They've all been possessed by a worm that, and they all make them do different things where like Sabathun is the goddess, goddess of cunning and like deception yeah. where, uh, Zivu Wrath is the goddess of war, like Athena, where like she thrives on death and she becomes stronger upon death. Okay. So when Sabathun has been around since 2014, she came out in the first expansion for destiny one. And she's just been like this mysterious character that's just been there and has always been mentioned, never been like seen. And that kind of takes us to today where the witness was always the darkness, the darkness, the darkness. Everything was always discussed about the darkness, but no name was ever associated to it. Yeah. And at the end of Witch Queen, we saw the witness and they named him the witness. And that triggered this spot, this I'm calling this the Empire Strikes Back of the final trilogy for I'm Destiny I'm calling 2. it the Infinity War. Yeah, you're yeah. calling it Infinity War. I call it Empire Strikes Back. The bad guys are going to win. The bad guys are definitely going to win. Yeah. But what happened was, so when we beat Witch Queen and we started getting into the seasons this year, we were reintroduced to Callus, which was... Um, He's uh, the old Cabal uh, leader. Okay. And he has been possessed 
by the witness and he's been taken or he's given himself. I think he to more like gave himself to him and then the witness gave him his boon. Yes. And I call it his boob. He's given him his boob and now Callus is an yeah, and Callus is an official disciple of the witness, which we met our first this true disciple of the witness um, was Rolk in uh, the Vow of the Disciple Raid this season when we actually invaded a real pyramid and you got to go through. If you guys haven't seen what the inside of that pyramid looks like, please Google the inside of the pyramid because it is absolutely breathtaking. And when you think about, like, think about what's the most iconic building in New York City? Empire State. Yeah. Okay. Think about, like, the Empire State Building and how big that is. Like, times that by a thousand, that's this pyramid. And you can't even, like, look at that. The bottom, yeah, that one. Like, look at that. That's what you look at inside the raid. Wow, that's cool. And, and you're, that's the center of it, and that's where you're going to fight the boss, the disciple. And that's where he's sitting. And it's this, like, giant, like, cube, rectangular-shaped cube with all these markings on it. Yeah. And that's where he is. But, anyways, I'm rambling. So when we went into a dungeon called Duality, we somehow, some way, Eris got us into Callus's mind, and that's how we found out all this stuff. And so we've been chasing Callus and chasing the witness, and then knowing that the witness is coming to get us, we have been figuring out ways to defend Earth. Okay. And years ago, Clovis Bray, he's an AI or he was a human and he made himself an AI unit and he created a super AI called Rasputin. And he basically made him like, think Cortana yeah. in control of a million super weapons and on crack. Lovely. Yes. And he is called a war, the war sats, which are giant, like guns that are just floating around space, like satellites. Yeah. And the whole point of him was to defend earth. But then the Traveler showed up and they originally wanted to kill the Traveler because Clovis Bray was a psychopath and he wanted to be, he wanted to, um, he wanted to be the God to okay. save humanity. But long story short, then years and years and years before this, the Witness started this war and it was called the Collapse where basically they killed everybody on Earth. Yeah. And, but they didn't finish the job because of the Traveler. And now the Witness is back and he's pissed. And now we know it. And that takes us to this last season where it was like, we knew this season was going to be big because uh, we knew this was coming. I'm sorry, I delayed my wife just texting me from Rhode Island. But anyway. The witness is coming. We knew the season was going to be big. Last week, we got the final mission for the season. And what happened in this was we, it starts you off in the helm and you're talking to Anna and Rasputin, which is that AI we were talking about. And yep. he's like, look at the only way to stop this is you have to initiate self-destruct sequence and you have to wipe my brain. Like I need to go away for good because that's the only way we can stop. And in the meantime, Aramis is, um, she's an elixir who the tr 
she's angry because the Traveler gave the Elixir powers, and then the Elixir were invaded and the Traveler abandoned them. So she has like the craziest vendetta against the Traveler. Okay. She, he, the Traveler fucked over her family. And, and I'm starting to believe that the Traveler does these things, sticks around when like you're willing to sacrifice yourself for it or your race, where the Elixni and weren't doing that. They were just killing each other. Yeah. So anyway, so Aramis is bored this space station above Earth. And like, hey, she has the code. She's going to shoot the war saps. Like, we're fucked. You need to get up there. So we get up there. We do our shit. We meet um, one of Zivu Arath's, like, generals. And it's this crazy witch that, like, raises, like, spikes out of the ground. And it, like, freezes you and hurts you. And it was an awesome, like, story mission boss. Yeah. Not crazy like a raid boss, but it was difficult enough to where it made it interesting and epic, right? Yeah. So when it was over, you know, your typical war movie, like the person sticks in the nuclear key, turns the key, and it's five, four, three, two, and it's starting to shoot, and then we upload Rasputin. Yeah, exactly. We upload Rasputin. Rasputin destroys everything, and all the war stats are dead as well as Rasputin. So we saved the trap. Wow, that was wow. Thanks, Razor. Um, so, maybe that pack she'll buy a new keyboard. Probably. Um, so, long story short is we stopped Aramis, but during that cutscene, she was in front of the computer and people were messaging her like over the voice like, Aramis, don't do this. Like, you're hurting all of your people. If you do this and you could hear the witness whispering, take out your Like, and you can hear that in the back of her head, yeah. like influencing her to do this. And then bam, we save the day. But at the end of it, you see the witnesses fleet, which is all the pyramid ships flying by Jupiter. Like, oh fuck, yeah. they're here. Right. And that's how it kind of leaves you. And I'm... I'm really curious to see because the next season, the next season that is launching with Witch Queen is called the season of the defiance. So basically you're going to be fighting two wars, one on this, the planet Neptune, which is right next to the sun. And, um, well, no, the second one. No, what's the second one? Mercury or Venus? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's Mercury, sorry. Venus, yeah. Earth, Earth, Mars. Yeah. It's yeah. Jupiter. Yeah. It's out there. Sorry. Uh, it's out there. So basically <laughs> the the pyramid I think the pyramid ships are coming to Earth. They're gonna invade and try to do the traveler. The traveler's gonna do his magic and somehow, some way we're ending up on Neptune. And now we're gonna be fighting two wars. Basically, there's gonna be the war for Earth and the war for Neptune. And then in the last mission. In Uranus. It goes Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. And mm-hmm. then they used to be Pluto, but not anymore. Not anymore. I, I, heard, I heard they're bringing Pluto back. Pluto's coming back. 
I'm personally a fan of Pluto. Me too. But that's really just... cute dog. Yeah. Um. So, the at the end of this mission. So the uh, can you Google for me, Jamie? Uh, Lightfall raid. I don't know what you would call it. Like they updated the description. What description? Yeah. Should I go to like a twab? Release data locations. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. So it it basically mentions this ancient threat that you're going because they updated it, and on the Bungie site for Lightfall. All right, right there. What does that say, Nick? New raid. Buried from an unknown time and place, a haunting presence has been detected. We must now confront the ancient threat growing at our doorstep. So the ancient threat is the witness. No, it doesn't so, say that. No, no, I, it's not. I, so the witness will be the final boss of the final expansion, in my opinion. Yeah, we ain't fighting him yet. If we do, no. he's gonna kick our ass. Yes, I think. No. Yes. Okay. So long story short, is at the end Rasputin. Now Rasputin is dead. And like all typical like movies, I'm gonna leave a note for you to let you know how much I love you. You know what I mean, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And he left us a message, and he basically mentioned the the veil, and the veil has come up a few times over the course of Destiny's lifespan. <laughs> One of the most uh, popular is in the Garden of Salvation raid. At the end, there's a treasure chest underneath it, and it shows like this cloaked figure, almost like a night sister. Okay. In a red cloaked figure uh, outfit, and the definition of the veil is an object affiliated with the traveler. It, its existence was revealed to the guardian by Rasputin in his final message, stating that it resided on the Neptune city. Uh, that was an immense paracarsal power. So basically, I think when we go into this raid, it's going to be about the veil. Because I think the witness needs the veil for whatever reason. Whatever power the veil has, the witness needs it. And the witness has been searching for it for a long time. And so that brings us into... That's why he was there at Spire of the Watcher. Is because he was trying to find the Neptunian city. Oh, okay. By the way, Paracausal is another way of saying Right. I guess that's almost that's what you call it. Is I think like so like light the powers of like light and dark. It's called like paracausal energy or whatever. Yeah. It says like. And then. I think the veil is like a darkness version of the traveler, almost or something. Yeah. So. Um, so basically, this is going to be all-out war. And. It's going to be, not only is this story going to kick off something wild and crazy, but there's also a lot coming to the game that is changing the way the game is played. So in the last expansion, we had um, the Traveler gave the Hive light and they had ghosts. Yeah. Remember that? Yep, yep, yep. And they, so in this one, there's the witnesses' forces, and they're called tormentors. And basically, they're, they're, they hold some kind of void power, 
and they're terrifying and they could suck the light out of you. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you're going to be fighting them as, I guess I would say, those are going to be like the mini bosses of levels. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the light is what lets you respond. Right. So you can't respond to the light. Um, a couple of fun things is we're getting a grappling hook. And I originally thought it was going to be like the Halo grappling hook. Yeah. But supposedly it's using our grenade slot. So no more grenades. It's just going to be a grappling it's hook. Only maybe. for Strand. Calm down. Well, I was getting to that. So It's like one class. Yeah, so the, the new subclass is called Strand, and it's basically the galaxy's weave that you're manipulating. You're, like, opening up time and space and, like, making, like, webs. That's cool. You know what I mean? Kind of like how Scarlet Witch can, like, manipulate, like, the fabric of the universe. That's, that's basically what this is. That sounds cool. And then also, grappling hook's not a fitting description. It's like Spider-Man. You, like, shoot it out, and then you that's swing like Spider-Man. That's exactly what I was thinking when you described it. Like, it's yeah. like a Spider-Man kind of thing. You stick to it and grab the pulp That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, so it's a new darkness subclass. I'm excited for it. I'm in love with solar, so it's going to be hard for me. Um, yeah. It'll be, re it'll be really interesting to see how they've changed the mechanics of the game four strand um because that means they can go more vertical than ever and there's going to be different ways to see it like if a titan is doing their thunder crash super you can hook onto them and go for the ride and then do your special move too that sounds cool yeah so it's going to be uh hey, oh as they're like flying across you can like yeah you can <laughs> hook your strand onto them and go for a ride that's kind of fun yeah, or there's, sure. like, a strike where you're at, you're fighting in, like, the subway tunnels or whatever. You can hook onto the trains. That'd be cool, too. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a fun mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new. The, um, so one thing that I'm really excited for is they're taking out lethal fall damage. Like, we're not going to be able, we're not going to die anymore from falling really, really far. You're going to be left with one HP. That's nice. Which well, they're is just killing awesome... physics deaths in general, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. That's good. Like, falling and, like, if you fall into an abyss, then that makes sense. Because, like, when I was doing solo flawless duality, first time I got to Keitel, she stomped me. I went flying at Mach 8 into a chain and I broke my spinal cord. Rip. <laughs> yeah. Um, no more of that. <laughs> we're getting... They're upping the difficulty of the game. Um, I'm indifferent about this because some activities are really easy. But I, I would, I'm not saying I'm a veteran player, but like I can play the game now. Okay. I think it's to compensate because they're like breaking down a lot of the barriers with the build crafting and we're going to be a lot more powerful than before. Sure. I think it's just to compensate. That makes Plus, sense. we already had a ton of power creep this year because they buffed the resilience stat, which gave us flat damage reduction, something we never had before. Right. Um, we're getting a Guardian Ranks progression system. A new challenge-based ranking system is coming to Destiny 2 in an effort to onboard players better. Ranks 1 through 5 will cover the basics. 
6 through 10 will be season-specific and reset afterward. Rank 11, meanwhile, will be based on getting commendations from other players. When you see a rank 11 player in the tower, you know that that person who is, that is a person who is accomplished as a player and accomplished as a leader. So experienced players will start at rank six and unlock new mods and perks as they progress. I'll be curious where I start. I'm willing to bet I'm going to start at like rank four. I bet you start at six. I don't know. But we'll I see. bet you start at six. Um, what? My nose is stuck. Oh, so I got to breathe right nasal strip. <laughs> this is the sports um, edition, actually. Here, so this is something I really want to talk about because it, the title is Tons More Exotic Weapons and Armor. Lightball will start with six new exotics in addition to the Quicksilver Storm auto rifle that's been available for months now by pre-ordering the expansion. You're getting Final Warning, Final Warning, Strand Sidearm, uh, Deterministic, Deterministic, Deterministic Chaos, yeah. Void Machine Gun, Winter Bite, Stasis Glide. I I have no idea. What the fuck? A ambient? No, Ambient? Ambient Leap. I don't know. Yeah, Titan Legs, legs. Swarmer, Warlock Legs. And I'm not even, I'm just going to call this facade because it's fucking stupid names. And of course, it's for a fucking hunter. Like, a more <laughs> reason to not play a fucking hunter. Stupid fucking names of their helmets. Anyways. Sir Tarachny's facade. Sir, I'm going to go with that. Sir Tarachny. Sir, Sir Tarachny. Sir Tarachny. How about we just call it fucking stupid facade hunter? Perfect. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, Bungie said there'll be there will be more revealed throughout the first season, but we got one like today. What? With the exotic Kavostov. Uh, oh, we'll talk yeah. about that in one second. But here's the thing: including likely secret ones will start out locked behind hidden quest lines. The fact that they said that I've been dying to talk about this is the fact that there's hidden quests, which is going to be fucking great, that you're not going to find out until you finish a quest and you're going to get special quest pop-up. You're like, what the fuck is that? Some of the most fun I've had in this game is doing the Lament quest or doing the Xenophage quest, stuff like that, because you had, like, granted, I came in, I came in late to the game, mm -hmm. but it was still fun to get those missions. Something I really hope that they bring back someday is there's a mission that I really wish I could have done, which was called Whisper of the Worm. Okay. The Whisper. It was, yeah, well, yes, but I don't care what gun they put behind it. So, Nick, it was a, it was a hard mission. It was an exotic mission, but you had to beat it in 20 minutes. Time. Well, that's kind of fun. Fuck yeah. Like, you're racing through the yeah. most beautiful spaces, and you don't have time to look. Because if you don't beat it in the time, did you go to orbit or did you just not get the gun? Uh, yeah, you got booted to orbit. Huh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Are you sure you're not talking about zero hour? What's Whisper of the Worm? The Whisper is basically you went underground on IO when that was still in the game. 
and then zero hours the one which was also a 20 minute timer which was the one in the old tower i'm not sure i think it was whisper of the worm i watched some uh, des- uh youtube video and it was timed yeah i mean yeah they were both timed yeah all i remember you were racing down this like hallway mm-hmm. like rock walls and like you can fall and all this shit <laughs> fucking crazy that's cool mm-hmm. anyways um so we're getting more more missions but our ability cooldowns are going up. So basically our abilities are going to be available faster now, which is no opposite. The opposite going up means longer. Yeah. But they're going to be giving you with your, the mods and everything else and your passive abilities that you choose, they'll make them go down. So I think like base character, it's going to take a while for them to regen, but with your, everything that you build into your build, It'll make it. They're just making all of these changes to compensate because the power creep would be too much, I think, with the build crafting updates and systems and all that. If they didn't do all those changes, I think it's just to compensate. I I think we're barely going to notice anything. Um, so like the dim, the destiny item manager, there's going to be a loadout manager in game, so you're going to be able to switch loadouts on the fly in game. You're not going to have to go to a place and pick out the gear you want or load something in from a third party. But <coughs> there's only going to be 10 slots available. But in order to unlock the 10 slots, you have to be like the most elite player possible. It's going to be your slots are going to be I locked don't know. behind. That's true. Yeah, it is. So it's that's what they said. It's going to be locked behind your guardian ranks. Yeah, it's going to be locked behind the guardian ranks, but is it only going to be like the first several? Because I yes. it's because it because the guardian ranks reset past rank six every season. So I I think it's just going to be up to rank six. Well, maybe you just have to get to rank six. I'm not sure maybe. to max it out. But that's ten loadouts per character, by the way. Right. Yeah, but you're only playing really one or two. Nobody plays a fucking hunter. Um, anyways. I should have made a hunter just to spike it. So, no, you would have Go for it. <laughs> yes, hey, this is the time because all your gear is being reset. Um, and the last thing is we're eventually getting a looking for uh, LFG um, thing in-game where right now you have to go to, like, the Discord or the Xbox or the PlayStation version of looking for group. They're going to be giving us that. So there's some really big changes coming. I, I for one, am the most looking forward to either A, um, putting, uh, doing the story, which I'm pretty much that excited for, because Witch Queen's story was incredible. You know what I'm and saying? And they're actually trying to push a narrative with this one. So I, I think the story is going to blow it out of the water. I've got pretty high expectations. It seems really cool. Well, like Nick, you played the, the grand stakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Sat, like the Witch Queen didn't really. It was cool, but you were just on in her throne world. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have like the grand stakes that like yes, she's a threat to Earth and stuff, but like you were on in her world. Like versus this seems like it's in the travel. I mean, the witness is invading Earth and attacking the traveler. Well, so, so like, there's two there's different storylines. See. There's two different storylines. One storyline is going to be Earth, and one storyline is going to be Neptune. Yeah. The witness is going to be Neptune. Um, 
the seasonal stuff, which I think is going to be callous, is going to be or vice versa. I think versa. it's reverse. Sure. Yeah, maybe the witnesses. Because I think callous is the story boss of the campaign. Which is on Neomuna, which is the Neptune yeah. Okay. Because we're like going there to try and get the veil or find the veil or whatever. To make sure the witness doesn't get it. Meanwhile, yeah. the witness is attacking her in slash the trap. Though, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Like there's like the war at home and then the war abroad. For the resource of the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. I gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah. Still, but my point being, it seems like it's like bigger stakes. Like it's more. I don't know. It seems more intense, which I appreciate. Not that the Witch Queen was was bad at all. That was really cool, too. But it's it's kind of crazy to think that the Witch Queen's just become an Age of Ultron type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It's like, I don't know, Age of Ultron, that was interesting. I mean, Infinity Ultron from What If was way cooler than Age of Ultron. Just a quick sidebar. Yeah. Dude, I same. liked, I liked Ultron. I did, too. I'm saying just Ultron with all the Infinity Stones Yeah. in What If. That was that was the. That I mean, was... Savathun's gonna be coming back this year, I bet. You think so? Oh, Did she's not dead. Well, no, I know. Yeah. I did not vanquish her. I because I think the witness is gonna keep kicking our ass, and I think we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna need her because basically she rebelled against the witness. Oh wow! Okay. And because uh, and then we found out in the Witch Queen campaign that like the hive. The, the witness tricked them and all that into making that like pact or whatever to like become right. all that so I think she's gonna because basically she's like her body's like detained or whatever but her ghost is still out there right. I think we're eventually gonna have to team up with her that's interesting yeah. just saying we might have to team up with Savathun well I think, I think that's what they're building up I think we killed Savathun uh but her no, ghost, is, yeah. But her ghost isn't dead, and I think, I think in the end of it, she was evil. But I think she knew what was happening, and she was actually trying to help us. But because she's being deceived by a worm or whatever, or was like, it, it, she's going to end up being our homie in this, and she's going to end up helping us defeat the witness. See, that would be interesting. I wonder if they'll change the art style and stuff because she's so evil. Like artistically, dude, she's, she's just sexy. Sabathun, does she have like a camera head shark? What the hell did he just say? She's sexy. I like her voice. Oh my god. Sabathun is not sexy. Look at that. Look at oh that. Oh my god. What's her voice? Hello, what is guardian. wrong with you? Hello, guardian. Dude, that's a bad picture. Go like that's a bad. What do you mean? That's exactly what she looks go like. Go to images. Just go back to the other thing and just go to images. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, look at that. Look at those lack of lips. Mmm. <laughs> oh, skeleton and teeth. Yeah. And and fucking chitinous or whatever they call those. Like, yeah, chitin. Shells, chitin armor. Yeah. I to wake it up next to that. It's like a character from Doom. <laughs> like, <laughs> Doom, that where you would, like, rip the lights off or something. Or chainsaw from, like, diagonally. Yeah. Um, Bring your. I had my character in Dungeons and Dragons kill somebody like that. 
I rolled a nat 20 on an attack. And I don't remember. Oh, I was like a paladin and I had a sword. And like I fucked it up. It's like, all right, how do you kill this thing? I was like, I chop it in half perfectly diagonally. And everyone was like, whoa. Because in The Witcher, you're, you're like a sidecar fight. Narrow? Yeah. Anyways, me. Hey, oh wait. Oh my god, I haven't used any media. Well, it's too late now. You can't just fight. What do you mean? I can use it. I can use it whenever I want. Meanwhile, back on the ranch. See? Anyway. <laughs> Dude, that was so loud. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That was like my eardrums are ringing right now. I feel like I'm in 1998 in a rave club. Fucking my ears are ringing. Jesus oh my Christ. God. That wasn't even, that was like half volume, too. I don't know why. I don't know why the media is so loud. I said, well, no, it's because the mix. I need to work on this mixer. Mixer needs a little bit of work. Anyways, um, for me now, like, I'm excited just for the. Um, I'm excited to for shoot just the ex- Yeah, in the excitement of it, and it's all new, you know. And the witness is, the witness is here, and I have not been playing this game since Destiny One, and I've sunk my teeth so hard in this, like. Now that I actually play it, I can understand why it itches all of my itches. I love raiding. I love that shit. It has raids. I love story. It's an awesome story. The lore is crazy like Star Wars. And the uh, and all of the guns. And it's a first-person shooter, which I fucking love first-person shooters. Yep. So, it's, yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's all the above. Hmm. What else do you guys want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, I, well, I can tell you that we are ready for Lightfall. Yep. And let's get into the working class questions. All right, it's time for... Working class questions. That wasn't that loud. I turned it down. I, I think we need to get, we need to go back to the old software where you didn't have access to it. <laughs> um, all right. First question is from Scarlet. Uh, the Scarlet KM today at 707. Uh, question for Ven. Did you watch the trailer? Yes. If so, did anything pop out that surprised you? Yeah. Really excited for this DLC. I have watched the trailer about 10 times. Uh, anything pop out that surprised me? Definitely when the Traveler became a freaking Death Star. Yeah, that was uh, cool. Yeah, because we've never seen it do anything like that before. I lost my mind for that. And then the second time I watched it, I noticed we're getting the exotic Kvostov, which, Nick, I think you're going to love that gun. What's it's like? basically like... um. Okay, so it's basically like a... Uh, so think like a, a modern day M4, something okay. like that. It was like your starting weapon in the Cosmodrome or whatever, like that gun <laughs> yeah, you yeah, found yeah. in that dam. Basically, it's it in exotic form, which is the highest rarity. And yeah. uh, in D1, the final expansion, they made it an exotic, and you could. It was basically like the Call of Duty gunsmith system on it, so you could like change everything about it, the fire rate to all the perks, mags, everything on it. Well, that's cool. 
And so if they're bringing that back with the crafting system, I bet it's going to be that and more. So that you might be awesome. interested in that. Absolutely. Um, I love tweaking all my guns. Usually put up. Yeah. I'm a extended mag, and then all the attachments that make your inbound sight faster, and then yeah. I use a, um like the 4.5 scope. Those are the three. <laughs> so it's like not a sniper scope, but it's a little a little further. Well, that, I'll use that with an LMG, and then I'll do a like a submachine gun with like everything to make it just like quick draw mm -hmm. and iron sights. This game, it's shotguns and one primary. So you'd probably run auto rifle shotgun if you use that thing. Oh, that's cool. I like the shotgun too. I don't. I don't like the shot. I don't naturally like default to that shotgun style play. Marcus took a picture of my. This game's got a very shirt. kind of fluid sandbox in the way where it's like hold W, slide around corners, and shotgun people. Because yeah, I, cool. I guess you could call Call of Duty kind of kind of rigid compared to Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Destiny, it's a little more of like a dance when you're fighting somebody. Mm -hmm. Almost akin to Halo. I don't know, you know, it's PUBG, but like in, in Halo Infinite, I found when I like really gave it a chance, like fighting somebody is not just like who gets the first few shots off quicker. It's mm -hmm. like more of a dance. Like you can avoid like getting killed right away and like throw a grenade or like outmaneuver somebody. And Destiny, you can mm -hmm. like, you have all those abilities too, to where it's a little bit more complicated. It's not just like. Let, Unless you get point blank and then I'm one-shotting you with my shotgun. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's different. Any game you have a shotgun point blank, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Unless um, you run the garbage shotgun in Modern Warfare. Which one is it? The Expedite? Thing's terrible. Yeah, I don't um, know. Nick, what do you th what was your... Uh, were you watching the trailer as you haven't played Destiny since The Witch Queen? What was your favorite part of that trailer? Um, I think the art design of The Witness is really cool. It's like really makes him look alien but familiar but like evil and like the wispy like things coming out of his head was a really cool graphic too their heads and then of course the um i think the the smoky heads that are coming out of his head are all the people he's controlling that's cool because uh, uh i the, think mara described him as like a cacophony of thought and like all of those are like brains or something huh yeah. That's cool. I um I, another thing that stood out was when I saw now that I know it's a grappling hook, when I saw the grappling hook in like the gameplay section of the trailer, I was like, what is that? I don't know if it was a whip or what, but that's really cool. Um and and then also of course that big Death Star moment when the the traveler actually fires back. That was cool too. I'm excited for like the story. Yeah. I can't wait to play it with you. Hell yeah! Alright, what are you uh what are you excited about? Honestly, my favorite part of that trailer was, A, when the pyramid ship shot out because it reminded me of, um, oh my god, why can't I think of the fucking bomb in Star Wars? With oh, the, 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 the mine. The, yeah, yeah, seismic, mine yeah. Boom, seismic charge. Seismic charge, yes. That's what that blast reminded yeah. me of, and I was like, insta-boner. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the other thing for me was yes that noise um the other thing that was my favorite part was watching the witness float through space just no ship just floating he was going rambo just through space he didn't give a fuck about anything he was just going straight at the traveler <laughs> right so he was leroying him <laughs> 
that's what I mean. And so those, so that means this dude can just do whatever he wants. Yeah. How do you fight um, that? <laughs> right there. Go back. No, forward. You'll see it right there. That's the witness floating in fucking space. Yeah, that's cool. Going to the traveler. Ten seconds into the trailer. Plus, you see more of it later in the trailer. Yeah. But anyways, that's what I'm the most excited for. Uh, Dubbed asked, what does a destiny killer need to actually kill what does or why does a destiny killer need to actually kill destiny i'm gonna answer this first it's because everybody always wants to dethrone the champion when star wars the old republic came out there was going to be the wow killer when every game uh uh battlefield you know when call of duty came out modern warfare was the battlefield killer and now you know what i mean like Everything always just tries to dethrone the top, but there is enough space for everybody to be successful. Yeah. If you have a quality game, people will play it. There's a game that came out. Yeah, there it is. Um, There was a beta that came out, and I don't remember the name of it, but it looked just like Destiny. Just like Destiny. All the big Destiny streamers were streaming it for a couple weeks. You had to watch this, watch stream or stream it in order to get the beta key to play it. Okay. And the game looked incredible. It was super hard, but it was beautiful. But it was basically a clone of Destiny. What game? Remember remember this? What? uh, No, I I didn't even know this was a thing. What? If you go to all the Swessical played it. Everybody played it. Type in. uh, Yeah. So anyway, I forget the name of it, but. I don't know why people always say a destiny killer. Look at when people are sick of destiny. Um, is it Outriders? No, it's not out yet. Yeah, Outriders. No. Split gate. No. Risk of Rain Two. No. Yes, yeah, these games are all out. Oh, I, I have no idea what you're talking. It was a game in a beta. Fuck, I can't think of the name of it. I don't know. And it I was don't only to go playing it. No, it was a long time. It was a few months. It was in the summer. Is it Roblox? No. Oh God, I don't know. Then I probably. Uh, I'll I'll think of uh, well while we're doing this. Oh, um, Fall Guys. No. Right? <laughs> um. Oh no! Don't get me started on that, please. Next uh, season, there's a fall. Oh uh, uh, God, there's a th- Among Us and De- a Destiny crossover happening. There's yes. going to be Among Us shit in the game. I'm, oh, no. We, one of these days, we should do a community net where we just play Among Us. That would be fun. It's just a line game. For like I've never hour. played it. Really? You've never played Among Us? No. I it didn't. requires, like, in real life line. So, like, you, you, it's way better. I mean, I'm great at chat. that. And be like, Marcus would be just laughing because he killed me first. Oh, man. I walked into Airlock. I watched Mac- Marcus bag that motherfucker. Right. Get him out of here. <laughs> oh, this is it. Hold on. Um, play the early access beta. The first descendant. That's what it was. Let me go. Okay. Yeah. The first. So, so that game is the first game that I would say that's gonna be like close because, dude, it was hard. People were in love with it. Like you had supers, you had all this. The game looks sick. Okay. But I don't. But I don't think. Like, when a game is around this long, 
People are invested. It's like Star Wars The Old Republic. People have been playing Star Wars The Old Republic for 11 years. People are invested. Like, I started playing SWOTOR and I was like 29. Like, I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you've invested a portion of your life to this game. You're not going to quit it. Well, I'm almost the same age you were when you were playing when you first started playing Star Wars. Right, exactly. Isn't that crazy to think? Um, so. I'm probably going to trigger a lot of people when I say this, but you know what this game reminds me of? What? Warframe. Yeah, it does. The first Descendant, now I gotta look it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like with the HUD and everything? Yeah. Dude, look, it, I watched people play it. Fucking dope. One's like there's out. the tower. Look at it. it's got a servitor in the back. Like, Bruh. It's, yeah, like there's a, like keep watching it. There's a place that looks just like Nessus. It's like the green and green and December like, 2022 or early 2023. That's a that's now. Yeah. Oh, it even this looks exactly like Destiny. Yeah, that guy yeah, looks exactly like a Destiny gun, like a hand cannon. Right. Like it's got its own like. Little kind of player, but it's right. But just wait until you see the gameplay of it. You know, oh, it's got a ghost. It, you have ghosts. Yeah, like like it's, bruh, Bungie suing. <laughs> like, look at that. It, but the difference is, and this I kind of like, is it's a four person. Okay. Fire team. I do is this, like is that. This third person. Like the three person fire team sucks ass, and then the five. And the six-man raid sucks ass. They should definitely make this some is, of the raids. It's a, it's a third-person shooter, too, not a first-person, if that's correct. Well, yeah. And the arc's a little different, but boy, is it really I wonder if we see that come final shape. I wonder if we get third-person. I mean, you it's kind of in the game, right? Like, it, 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 Yeah, it kind of already is. When you grab the well, sword who the fuck would want to play third-person? So, I so would. PV, PvP, it's better. You can see our own corners. I think that, PvP, like, they have that playlist locked. Yeah. Like cool. COD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But anyway, moving on. Um, you guys have anything else to say to that? Not really. All right. Uh, oh, here. I didn't even answer the question. Uh, okay, so... I think, number one, Destiny Killer needs to wait till after Final Shape's over. I don't think you're going to kill Destiny until after Final Shape's over. Like, that's your opportunity, is like after final shape and i think it needs i think it needs a lot of like the the things that captivated people with d1 so like it had just it had like some kind of ambiguous story it had a million exotic weapons that were almost impossible for you to get them all like you had to grind and grind and grind and chase these things and maybe you'd get one or two here and there like destiny one i didn't even get all the exotics some of them were just so few and far between to get, and it was like nuts trying to get them all. Um, and then you need like, I think you need a plethora of content. Like you need like raids, all that stuff. Like you're gonna need to go full shebang. I think everything Destiny is now, but you gotta figure out how to captivate the audience like D1 did. I personally think when the final shape is over, I think D3. That's, that's I mean, they said they have no plans for that, and they've known Final Shape was coming forever, so we'll see. 
but sure. They don't want to tell people there's a D three when the D two still has money to be made. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Dovdas Cuban, if we one v one on a private match, who would win? I can. Uh... I'm gonna wait for you to answer it before I give my answer. I am a man of pure self-confidence, and I'm always going to go with me. I think it it could be a battle, depending on how well he could handle my god roll retold tail, which is my shotgun, by the way, Nick. Um, But, I mean, I think it could be a good fight, but I I think I'd roll you, bro. All right. I think it would be a very even match. Um, just depending on how Ven plays versus him. If he's using revision and he's playing his way, I think he wins. But I think if he lets Ven shoot him with a revision and then run up on him with a shotgun, there's no way he's going to. A lot of it, I will say, especially with my shotgun game, comes to the map that we play on. Right, of course. Because yeah. especially I mean, if we get we play like Bannerfall, Duff just camps a fucking lane. <laughs> Uh, alrighty. I, I, yeah, I lean towards that as well, although I don't know how either of you guys play Destiny. So, Scarlet asks, why do people think Destiny is a good game? I don't think it is. I think it's... I think people only say that because how long Destiny's been going. Yeah. Some people are just over it, but... They they just don't play the game. Like, I want to be done hearing about Destiny kind of thing. Yeah. Oma Zero asks, why is Shayura, is that how you say that? Shayura? Why is Shayura an evil guardian? Uh, Shayura? Okay, so basically, um, from what I know about Shayura, Shayura is like, Shayura is like a guardian that, uh, basically, so like, the Red War, when D2 came out, basically everybody like lost their light and all that. And yep. uh, Shayura, I think, kind of got, like, PTSD from all that and got, like, very, uh, I guess, very distorted views on the world. And then when Beyond Light rolls around, uh, you know, everybody starts using darkness and all that. And then Shayura kind of, like, loses their mind and starts killing all, like, these darkness-using guardians. Oh, and okay. so, like, the vanguards, like, Zavala and Ikora basically, like, lock her up. And then she eventually got out, I think, when, like, the Endless Night happened or whatever. Which was, like, when the Vex kind of, like, distorted Earth. And, like, made it, like, always, like, night and all that. And, um... And, but then she eventually, like, I think, surrendered herself or whatever. And it's like, I'm kind of sympathetic towards anti-hero type of characters. I don't necessarily think she's evil. I think yeah. she's just trying to do what is right. Yeah, Which it obviously it's not the right way, but she like she's kind of come to her senses in the end. So I think she she's a character that could be redeemed. So I wouldn't say completely evil. I get you. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Doritos asks, "What was the hardest carry you've ever done?" I am not. I was not looking forward to this question. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna actually answer. This I, I'm actually gonna answer this. 
that you yourself carried or you got carried? I carried somebody. Okay. I um, I helped a player with um, one of the Witch Queen legendaries. Mm-hmm. It was just one. And I wasn't streaming. And we went in there and I'm not the best player. I'm a better player now than I was then, but like, I was pretty bad back then. And like this player, like it was so bad that (laughs) like, Hey, you can't shoot that, that, that enemy because they're shielded. And they were running up to it with the glaive, just hitting it with the glaive, just died. And I just had to, you know, so that was my hard story. I'm not calling your person out, but you know, <laughs> wow. Suck. Suck less. <laughs> ben, what, what would he think? It, you, you can follow Marcus and not say who it was with, but like describe the scenario. I, I honestly. I I'm, like, I'm just going to say, you can't say anything except the expunge mission. <laughs> I, was, I was leaning towards going there just to save face. Just an hour. This dude being able to unable to jump around a damn corner. This guy right here, because he cannot comprehend physics in a video game. Yeah, you gotta just jump around. Well, now I can because I understand it a little bit better. But this was so. This was essentially like the second day I played the game, and this was the coolest mission. So picture like. Which is coming back. Just, the Vex Network is coming back. I know. It's a it picture like something like pure sci-fi. Google the expunge, Nick. Okay. Um, expunge Destiny 2. Dude, it was like pure sci-fi. It was the coolest place, but like the jumping puzzles were crazy. And see if you can watch somebody do it. I kind of think like the Matrix. Yeah. That's cool. Almost reminds me of Tron, too. Yes. I think I watched you do some of this, actually. Yeah. And you really... Like, you had to land on that little stick. And then walls, like, walls, like, jumped, popped out. This is cool. Like, this dude is cranking. Yeah, he's going real fast. Well, people were trying to do it in, like, three minutes. That's nuts. And so, as we watch this, so we're watching it, we're running through the tunnel where all the colors it's, are changing. It's like Tron meets, like, the Death Star runner. Right. Okay, so here we go. This is where I was going. Like, look at this. How fucking cool is this? Interesting. Yeah. Well, anywho. But anyway, so there was this jump, and literally, they sat there for an hour because I had to make the jump in order to... <laughs> Proceed. Me and Kat sitting there for an hour watching you fail. <laughs> this is crazy. I wouldn't like know where to go. Exactly, like, dude. Jumping into the abyss and then I'll be kind of ledge. Wait, it's coming up. Shoot the Batman. No, this is the bridge. Jump in the portal thing. The grab launcher. Get the dark orbs. Jump. Share your screen. Let me see where you guys are. What you guys are at. Please hold. 
Um, anyway, it was uh, it was the hardest thing because I came from Star Wars: The Old Republic, where there was no jumping, and if there was jumping, it was terrible. Yeah, and you were bad at it. Right. I remember you always saying, "Like I'm a terrible platformer," <laughs> which I am too. I'm terrible at all platforming games. That's why I don't like Metro Metroidvania games. Oh, it's like, coming up to it. Because like I can't. I'm not good at the platforming part. Like you can just like double jump in. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not not good at it. Which I played all the Metroid Prime, so I think I'm going to be quite adept at the grappling hook. Very cool. quickly. Yeah, there's, there's a grappling hook in Metroid too, right? Yeah, there's there's kind of like a, it actually works very similar to I think how the grappling hook's going to work in Destiny. Aside That's from like cool. the grappling hook being able to move part, but um. I think with the physics of it, I'm going to understand it very quickly because of Metroid Prime. Oh, that's cool. Where's the part where you got stuck at? It's coming up. Yeah. You've been saying that forever. Well, I can't. Dude, I haven't done this mission in forever. Oh, yeah, this is the spot right here. Yep. Right here. Where you have to jump. And you had to go around the corner. Like this? Uh. It's somewhere uh, around here, so. Uh, no, there's there's a clear jump that I had to do. Here, keep like tab for it or something, or maybe it's coming up. I don't remember now. It's been too long. I don't. Know. Anyway, it's fine. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. I. It was brutal. Anyways, so Dup says, now, if you 1v1 each of the working class nerds hosts, who can you be? Okay, I'm going to explain my logic in this so I don't make myself sound like a douchebag. All of them. Easy. Uh, yeah. Two I'm of them saying... don't play, and we know I can roll Marcus because that one private match. <laughs> right, like, it would be, I'd probably lose in Call of Duty, but it would be fun and fairly good. Yeah. But in Destiny, I, I wouldn't even be close because I don't play Destiny. <laughs> he doesn't have any guns or anything. Right, right, right. Sobi asks, question for Ven. How do I get good? <laughs> I love the theme of these. Just kidding. How long have you been playing Destiny, and how excited are you for life? I've been playing Destiny since the beta of D1 in... Was it 2013 or 14? I think 13. Maybe 14. Let me check. I don't know. Probably 13 or 14. That sounds about right. I think it's I remember, 2014. I remember one of Marcus's, a couple of Marcus's. Yeah, 2014. The... I've been playing since the 2014 beta. Um, as for how excited I am for Lightfall, extremely, because I think we're finally on track for like a very engaging narrative for the story, and I cannot comprehendly express how excited I am for loadouts because, oh my god, I spend like five hours a week just reorganizing my mods because i am a meta guy and i cannot stand if my gear is not completely optimized because otherwise it drives me nuts (laughs) i I can understand that um doritos asks what is the better pickle for a hamburger dill bread and butter or kosher or something else oh bread and butter none I do a bread and butter also. Like, I actually like the, I forgot who, is it Classic maybe? Whatever, the one with the stork on it. 
Um, they make somebody makes a like they're like these flat pickles that are like slices, but they're long and they're for sandwiches. So I think they're called like crunchers or something. I forget mm. what they're called, but those are awesome. Cruncher. I'm a very plain kind of guy. Like I'm the guy who will get like a plain cheeseburger. Do you put ketchup on it? No. I, I, dude, I don't even eat ketchup with French fries. I'm like a ketchup. I'm like a barbecue sauce kind of guy with like French fries. Oh yeah, it's from Clawson. That's, a, that's a kosher dill. Oh well, then that's what I read right. in butter. All right. Well, I like a kosher dill. Hmm. Sorry. You like the whole dill though. <laughs> yep. The whole thing. Swallowing it whole. Exactly. There's only one way. The Greek way. Um, go ahead. So, Sobi asks, questions for everyone. If you could live in a video game universe, where would you go? Where would you live? We'll start there. Uh, I would live in, uh, Fallout 4. It's set in Boston. Why? Because it's cool. Are I can you find nuts? Guns and stuff. <laughs> Dude, do you know awesome. how many yeah, injections you'd have to give yourself every five minutes? Between Rattleway and Stimpaks and all, Jackson. why? And Jet can inhale that that ramen dung spray. Oh my slow down God. time. And why? <laughs> why? I mean, it's, a, it's a pretty fun universe. I'm it's pretty sure everybody's expecting me to say Destiny, but no, I'm. Well, like, okay, so my thought process with this, we've answered a question like this previously, but uh -huh. like. My thought process with Fallout is, uh, you know, my other thought is like, oh, the Harry Potter world or Star Wars. Star Wars is my first guess. But the first thing that came to my head. But I'm like, yeah, but there's no guarantee that just because I got inserted into that world, I would have force powers or magic. Or in Mass Effect, I'd be like, you know, be able to do cool, ma like the, I forgot what they call the fire, like mm -hmm. psychic-y stuff in, in Mass Effect. So, like, I'm thinking of cool game worlds, but I'm like, yeah, but I might not be a special person in those game worlds. I could just be a regular dude. Mm -hmm. So if it's just regular me getting like hoofed into a video game world, like which which world would it be? Like I don't want to do Halo because the Covenant destroy the regular soldiers. Like I'm not Spartan, you know what I mean? Like okay, well in Fallout, like the player characters are just regular people that survive and figure it out. Like, just trying to think. But it's also fun. Like I don't want to do something stupid. Like I don't want to say like The Sims, which is just life. You know what I mean? Man, the Sims can get pretty <laughs> crazy, like an asteroid tower hit in the high school. <laughs> right, right, right. But you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, uh, an environment, a, a game that Is I like. Is it bad that uh... my mind went to the Sims for a second? No, not at all. <laughs> um, I was, you know, that's what I was thinking of. It's like not something that's literally just like real life, but like something that's kind of a spicy universe, you know? But it's reasonable. I'm going with Fallout 4. What do you guys think? If I could be who I am in Sotor, Sotor. Yeah, that's a good call. If I could be a Force user, like my character, I would totally be in Star Wars. That'd be my first choice. Is it like if I was a cool person? If I was like a special person in that universe, I would be. I would be in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. If I could live in a video game universe, I would have to say.
either Animal Crossing okay. or uh, SWOTORs. So, yeah, that's a good call. The reason why I say Animal Crossing is because there's no fighting. Like, everybody's just chilling, mining, trading. Like, everybody's happy. Can we talk about that? How do people play that game? All you do is farm. Yeah, but people love that. It's like mindless. I can't. I'm not into it. I remember one of the Nintendo Directs recently. It was like 90% farming games. Like, what are you people? Why? But that's what people love, dude. You got that Switch in your hand with those solid 2007 Android graphics cards? Like, (laughs) bro, you're playing some crazy farming simulator 2023. Have you guys heard the voice acting in Animal Crossing? It's legit. Just that's what all the characters sound like, and it's text on the screen. Um, Okay, if you could visit a current playable Destiny Two destination, where would you go? I'm glad he said currently playable. Currently playable. Oh, I got one. Go ahead. Sabathun's Throne World. Hundred percent. That was really cool. Why? It was like it was like just cool art. It just a cool atmosphere. Like, it looks like Minas, uh, Minas Morgul from, um, like, The Lord of the Rings. Sure. Like, that, that castle that gets taken over by the Nazgul. It's, like, green with the white marble everywhere and, like, a green light. It's, like, giving me the same kind of vibes. It's, like, space Minas, Minas Morgul. Mm-hmm. It's cool. What do you guys think? Currently playable. So much that's not in the game that I wish I could do, but... I was going to say Europa, but then I just freeze my ass off. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to hang out for very long in, at Sabathun's Throne World either, but just to be cool to go see, you know? I need, like, a, the Jeopardy sound. I'll thing. answer while Ben's thinking. Mine would be Nessus. Yeah. Because I think it's fucking beautiful. But my real answer, if it was still playable, is Titan. Like the Saturn moon? Yeah. It's my favorite planet in our solar system. That's cool. That's supposed to be really close to Earth, isn't it? Or similar. So, playable, I will say Nessus as well. Because it's not Earth, because Earth is boring. Europa, because I would freeze my nuts off. (laughs) Uh, Throne world. I don't know. I still have much taste for the throne world. I don't know what it is. I ain't fucking going there. There's bad the bad man everywhere. There's no dude, chill in there. Dude, your your girlfriend's there. Sabathu. She's not there. She's dead. She's trying to She's, she's in she a coffin to, in the tower and or something. She wants to make out without her lips with you. She's dead. I like the <laughs> I like the grinding. Ugh. The gums. Just just grinding the gums. Not playable though. Ideal destination, the play glands from D one. That's cool. Sick. That's a very cool. All right, Nick, wrap it up. All right, Doritos, which is better in a game, the lore or the story? I I would like to go last because I think I have a good answer for this. As a big lore guy and big story guy, I can articulate myself on this one. Marcus and Ben, what do you think? Lore or story? What's more? I'm going to go first because I can't answer it because it's like the chicken or the egg. Exactly. Like you play the story and then get the lore. Or you read some of the lore and then play the story. So like, like the story only exists because of the lore. Right. Like but the story sure. is only good because of the lore. I played Beyond Light and there is no lore without the story. 
right. So I played Beyond Light, got some of the story, but then I read all the lore, like listened to all the lore. So it's kind of like it's a catch twenty two. Man, what do you think? I think it's a very go by game basis. Like you can play a game like Sotor, play the story and get all the lore from playing the story, but the story is still probably the best part. But if you play a game like Destiny, where it's like you get, you play the story, you get half of the story. Because then the lore books have the rest of it. (laughs) Right. I would say the most important part piece, or which is better, is the story. Um, Because I I see the story as like, I'm going to make a food analogy. The story is like your chicken breast or chicken tender. Like, you can't, you're not having a meal unless the chicken tender's there. But yeah, the lore is like the seasoning. Like nobody's eating the seasoning by itself. But the seasoning makes the chicken tender a hell of a lot better if it's really good too. I have you know a rebuttal saying? analogy. Okay. I'm Take okay. a cake. You're not okay. going to eat a cake plain without the icing. Exactly. Well, you would. <laughs> I, 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 I would, eat, I would just eat the can of frosting. You don't right. put ketchup on your burger. No. What's wrong with ketchup on a burger? No, he doesn't eat ketchup on a burger. Oh, yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah, that's like pistachio ice cream. That's not that bad. Pumpkin breaks, okay? <laughs> that's on a different level of unacceptable. <laughs> um, but, Ben, I get what you're saying. Um, what was I going to say? Wait, real quick before we wrap up. Ben, I've asked you this before, but what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Double chocolate chip. I'm a sucker for chocolate. What are you guys talking about in here? Find out next episode of... Working Working Class class nerds. Nerds.